Hi, welcome to Bookie, which unlock big ideas from world bestsellers in audio, text, and mind map. Please download Bookie at Apple Store or Google Play with more features. Get your free mind snack now. Today we will unlock the book Self-Directed Behavior, Self-Modification for Personal Adjustment. Many of us have had experiences like these, you are determined to lose weight, but after years of shouting slogans, you still haven't succeeded. Or you want to quit smoking, but fail over and over again. You make up your minds to get up early in the morning to run and exercise every day, but this plan only lasts for two days. We make a lot of plans for change, but we rarely stick to them. What's the problem? Many people believe that weak willpower is the reason why we fail, but this explanation is incomplete. This book tells us that willpower is not a fixed factor in our psychological mechanism. The situation we are in has a more significant impact on our ability to persist in a behavior. Therefore, we can influence our behavior by changing the situation we are in and thereby achieve our goals. This book covers topics such as how to manage time, how to fight depression, how to lose weight, and how to quit smoking. It reveals that learning a new skill or changing one's misbehavior starts with correctly recognizing the situation, then setting realistic goals, changing behaviors, and finally continuously reinforcing the results. The book was authored by two renowned psychologists David L. Watson and Roland G. Tharp. Watson is a fellow of the American Psychological Association. His textbook Psychology What It Is How to Use It, Social Psychology Science and Application, and Learning Skills for College and Life have been well received by students around the world. Tharp is an outstanding American psychologist, educator, and writer whose research focuses on human development, psychotherapy, social psychology, education, and culture. Let us now unlock the essence of this book in three parts, which represents the three steps to self-directed behavior change. Part 1, Recognizing the Situation and Setting Goals. Part 2, Changing Behavior. Part 3, Reinforcing the Results. Let's take a look at the first step, setting realistic goals by first accurately recognizing the situation. Many people think that their behavior is determined by their personality traits. For example, they think they are socially awkward because they are introverted, they cannot concentrate on their studies because they lack self-discipline, and so on. But this book tells us that in fact, the situation we are in has a more significant impact on our behavior. Some people are able to stick to certain behaviors because they create situations for themselves that allow desired behaviors to occur continuously while staying away from situations that cause unwanted behaviors. This may sound all too abstract, so let's look at an example. Imagine a scenario where you're trying to quit drinking and your friend invites you to a cocktail party. You can't say no to your friend's kind invitation. At the party, one friend brings you a glass of wine and says, here, have a drink. When you finish this drink, another friend comes along and invites you to have another drink. At this point, you want to refuse, but your friend insists, so you have to drink another glass. This happens several times, so you have more than a few drinks and end up getting drunk. Your plan to stop drinking suffers a setback. But without the tempting situation at the cocktail party, you wouldn't have thought about drinking. You drink more than you should do to attending the cocktail party, 
and that's the impact the situation makes on you. Our behavior occurs in a specific situation. The authors divide the situations into two elements, the events that come before a behavior is called antecedents, and the events that come after a behavior is called consequences. The authors point out that human behavior is influenced by antecedents and consequences. Antecedents are the setting events in which a behavior occurs, which cue the person to act in a certain way. Consequences are feedbacks obtained after the behavior is completed, which influence whether the person will repeat a certain behavior. The authors use the ABC paradigm to explain the interaction between behaviors and situations. Letter A represents antecedent cues or stimuli, letter B represents behavior, and letter C for consequences of behavior. The ABC paradigm tells us that if we want certain behaviors to occur say running or studying, or if we want to eliminate certain behaviors say smoking or overeating, the first thing we need to do is to recognize the antecedents and the consequences, find out which have an impact on the behavior, and how we can adjust the situation to amplify or reduce specific impacts. So, how do we recognize the situation? To start with, the authors recommend keeping a structured diary. A structured diary is a careful self-observation tool that records certain behaviors as well as its antecedents and consequences. Why do we need to observe and record our own behaviors? Because the key to change is self-awareness. Many people lack adequate self-awareness and therefore ignorant of the real reasons they can't make changes. Making careful observation of misbehaviors allow us to gather enough information to redirect the behaviors. How exactly does a structured diary work? First, you need to record the antecedents of a behavior, that is to record the circumstances under which a certain behavior occurs, the time it occurs, and who you are with at the time. Second, you will also record the factors associated with the behavior, your thoughts and feelings when it occurs, and the specific behavior. Finally, you record the consequences of the behavior, the outcomes, whether you are pleasant or unhappy, and so on. The book gives the following example. Lay was a habitual nail-biter and wanted to stop this misbehavior. So he made the following entry in his structured diary. The antecedents for nail-biting included waiting for the bus, sitting in class listening, lying in bed thinking, reading, feeling stressed, the behavior was nail-biting, and the consequences included feeling embarrassed that others might see, just wishing he would quit biting nails and find something else to do instead. Lay had always known that he bit his nails when he was under stress, but through his records, he found out that he would bit his nails every time he was thinking and his fingers were idle. Knowing this, Lay was able to work on his plan to eliminate this misbehavior. In short, a structured diary is a detailed record of antecedents of certain misbehavior, the behavior itself, and its consequences. Only by keeping a detailed record can you know where your problems lie and exactly which situations affect you, and accordingly what should be changed. There are several principles to follow in keeping a structured diary. First, you should make a record as soon as the target behavior occurs. When you try to reconstruct an event that happened in the past, you may overlook many important details and unexpected circumstances. For instance, by recording their eating behaviors immediately after eating something, some dieters found that they didn't eat because they were hungry, but because they happened to have food to eat. Second, you do not just record the final consequences of the behavior, 
but most importantly, the process you are going through. For example, instead of just recording the body weight regularly, a person who wants to lose weight should record the type and amount of food he eats at each meal as well as his exercise. It is important to focus on the process, because only by improving the process can the outcome be changed. Thirdly, the recording device should be portable and ready to use. For example, a smoker can put a record card on the cigarette pack and make a record immediately after a cigarette is lit. Someone who tends to overeat can put a record card on the table. Someone who wants to control his spending can put a record card in his wallet, and so on. In short, you must be able to make record as soon as a target behavior occurs. Finally, the last principle of keeping a structured diary is to keep recording. By making constant observations of your behavior, you can focus on your problems. Studies have shown that a person who wants to lose weight can succeed even if he does nothing else but keeps a truthful record of the type and amount of food he eats each day. Over time, based on the record in the structured diary, we can recognize high-risk situations in which a target behavior occurs. The next step is then to set realistic goals for behavior change. How exactly do we set realistic goals? First, a realistic goal must be specific and attainable. In particular, the following three elements must be specified, situations, behaviors, and reinforcement. To give an example, suppose you want to memorize 500 words in a month. In that case, you must specify when, in what situation, how many words you want to memorize at a time, and include what rewards you will give yourself when you complete certain sub-goals. Next, if your goal is rather abstract and you're not sure what to do, you can follow these three tactics. First, identify the chains of events that lead to your goal. You know that what happens to us is the result of a series of events, and identifying this chain of events can help us determine the direction of change. Second, brainstorm several alternative plans for solving the problem and then choose one or more to implement. Third, Observe people who succeed in achieving their goals and see what kind of strategies they adopt. A final note on setting goals is that we need to anticipate potential difficulties and mistakes. Making mistakes is not the end of the world. But we also need to make a plan to solve the problems we may encounter. For instance, a person who wants to lose weight finds out through her structured diary that she always overeats at parties on weekends. Therefore, in addition to setting detailed and specific goals, she also establishes plans for dealing with high-risk situations, such as limiting her parties to no more than twice a month and no snacking on weekends. In brief, it's important to set clear, specific, and attainable goals, but also to anticipate potential difficulties. Alright, that's all for the first part of this bookie. We learned about the ABC paradigm, how to recognize a situation that causes a target behavior to occur by keeping a structured diary and how to set realistic goals. Today we are just sharing limited content. To unlock more key insights of world-class bestseller please download our app. Just search for B-O-O-K-E-Y at Apple Store or Google Play. Get your free mind snack now.